June 1st, jam first, chicken salad first. <laughs> we are ready to jam. Steve is ready to jam. not know what to do you were pacing i bet i was reloading i definitely did that <laughs> i was actually listening to i was listening to roy this other improv they did yesterday yeah the recording some, yeah, do you know what that is uh some they were doing a submission for the improv festival that who's very hosted or sponsored a uh, little award for a hundred dollars. They are one of, they are one of two submissions. Oh. So the, the ads are good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It seems like they're from Michigan state. I think from what I looked up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They were just trying to get it to work, I think, is what I heard. I didn't get into any improv. So who oh, knows? They, they, do, they, do, they do a scene. Uh, they do a long form hmm. stuff. Hmm. Are, you, are you upset about it? No. I was giving just like, a, giving, you're giving a lot of harumps. Hmm. No, I was like, oh, okay. Hmm. I guess I, I, noise indicating that I am listening. <laughs> <laughs> huh okay yeah all right coming after, coming after the old steve title no we'll have to uh we'll have to bring their a game legitimately though can we can we take a brief second to talk about this last saturday sure that was that was really something yeah you had a good time I I thoroughly enjoyed that entire thing. <laughs> Did you listen to it again? I listened to, like, I, I kind of cut in and out to put in the timestamp. Oh, yeah. Hit my favorite parts up again. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. So that much one didn't need that, that many timestamps from what I remember. It was just really long. <laughs> yeah. You can only currently put five timestamps on, so I put one, uh, like when we first talk about the suggestion and then when the scene starts. There's the only real timestamps I've had to put on those. I thought that that was, it's, so, it's always crazy to me after it's over that, I mean, obviously we've had several jams together, but that none of us truly know each other, yet we can make oh. Long, long form sets like that, I just think it's impressive. Oh yeah, yeah. I always think it's weird how I only know you, some of you guys, by your voice entirely. Yeah, 
Yeah, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But I do remember you as different people. Like the first few times I probably did this, I was like, I was like, okay, these are just people. I don't know. <laughs> but like now, I, there's distinct, distinct people. I, 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 I don't know. You know, you know what I mean. Probably. <laughs> you just mean you like know what type of characters I'm probably going to play. Just the fact that I can recognize your voice actually kind of blows my mind. Like. Like Felix is Felix here and Carla here. Like I would recognize their voices. I would recognize Mesh's voice, and I would recognize Chris's voice. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know. Just the ver- the verbal noise of it is. I I'm like wow. <laughs> just the verbal noise of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I know I know that person's yeah, voice. Yeah, for real. I I mean, it's a little unfair because Felix is the only one that kind of has an accent. I mean, come on. Yeah. A little bit Australian well, there. Uh, yeah, but the, uh, the other ones as well, I agree. You're saying like that's cheating at a game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I always, I always do loud clicking noises after every sentence I say, so. Yeah, I've been trying to, I don't know what the group would think but of just like, I don't know how to get us all to communicate more if, if anybody wants to, or just open some sort of, I mean, you guys can all like Oozbear's Facebook page and talk there, but I don't know if they were, I don't know, maybe I could make like some sort of group that is open to the public that anybody could chat into just called like Oozbear Jams. Just yeah, so like a message board. Yeah, I don't know, something... Cause I feel like, I feel like sometimes like I feel bad cause I'm, I'm, I have one who has to end the jam and I'm like, everybody's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> and then you guys can't talk to each other. I mean, you guys can send messages through Oozbear, but there isn't like a group chat ability. Oh yeah. Well, to be honest, my, my, uh, you know, improv, you know, the group I do it here in Denver, we have a, whatever, like a WhatsApp, and I, I like never participate in that either. I'm yeah. like, I know, I actually, I actually know them, but I'm not. I don't know. I just don't feel like doing that. <laughs> I even know what they look like. Yeah, I've talked to them face to face. Just hey, what? Just wasting, burning time. <laughs> and yeah, I'm just like, ah. <laughs> if I needed to post something, I don't know, or. If I had a thought, I would just be entertained by my own thought and move on. I don't know. I don't feel like saying things out loud too often. <laughs> it seems like like well, I don't have a Twitter. Yeah, I don't do that. I don't post on Facebook. So okay, I don't know. That's just maybe how I am. Yeah. Well, for everyone else. <laughs> yeah, I'll read it. Oh, I'm gonna lurk. I will absolutely lurk and read. Yeah. <laughs> I've only I've. I've I've never really had to post or been active at all on social media until I started Oozbear. Yeah. It's very strange for me. I'm not, I'm not great at it. No, no, I think I get more in actual social media and anonymous. I get more arguments than anything. So I don't see why I would talk to other people (laughs) not in my normal, my normal identity because I would just be arguing. Yeah, you seem that, like a really you, you seem really confrontational, Steve. Do I? 
Yeah, that's a, that's you're a being joke. sarcastic. You're, you're sarcastic. You're, you're, you do not seem like a confrontational person. Oh, man. <laughs> I literally have, like, ugh, probably studied how to do that, <laughs> like, as my job is, like, putting out fires like that. So I probably... <laughs> It's true. Oh. Hello, Deedles. Are you there? I sure am. How's it going? It's going well. We are just chatting, chatting, waiting for a couple people to join. Cool, cool. No, I'm glad to make it. I've, I haven't jammed in a minute, so I'm excited. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh-huh. Where are you from, mm. Beatles? Part of the Mid-Atlantic. Mid-Atlantic? Um, east, is that the East Coast? Yes, it is. Yes, in the middle. Okay. Yeah. They kind of call like the middle states the Mid-Atlantic states. So is it like Boston? Maryland? Too specific. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep throwing states out. What's your home uh, address? <laughs> yeah. What's your mother's uh, maiden name? <laughs> <laughs> I will say this: I think I do believe Richmond is the cultural Mason-Dixon line. So, like, I feel like when I drive above Richmond, it gets just more northern-ish from there, and then below Richmond, it just gets more southern. Wow, what it mm-hmm. what's it like? What's it like exactly at Richmond then? <laughs> it's a just, just completely it's like neutral. Hat, it's the Hatfields and McCoys battling right right in the center <laughs> of town. Yeah, because we have like VCU, which is like a lot of young kids, uh, you know, uh, a lot of uh, forward, you know, liberal thinking. But then, like, you drive like to the country. And it's like a totally different, and it could be like a 20 minute drive and like, it's just totally different. So it's, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting city, Richmond. I love it. And I hate it all at once, mm-hmm. <laughs> but mostly I love it. Mostly I love it. What, uh, if you had to label yourself as being uh, more Yankee or more cowboy, <laughs> well, where would you fall? So I'm the only member of my family born down here. Um, my dad was from Greece and my mom is from Massachusetts. That's why I don't sound Southern, uh, or not as Southern as I could. So I always joke that I'm a no-so. It's like, I'm a mix of both. So oh, I okay. joke that like, I have the open-mindedness of a Northerner with the warmness of a Southerner. Although in recent, <laughs> although in recent years, I'm discovering, uh, bigots are everywhere. So, <laughs> but yeah. I, you know, um, it's, it's, if you, uh, yeah, if you had to pick one. a, I guess, food-wise is the most important to me. Mm. I would feel like food, you're going to lean Southern, because I feel like most people do. <laughs> Richmond's a foodie town, um, or it has become more of a foodie town in recent years. Like, we're known, we're getting known for it now. Um, so, we are kind of killing it on the food front. Uh, but, yeah. you know, me, I mix it, I, I eat a mix of American and Greek and whatever, you know. Uh, mm. As long as it's delicious, uh, I'm here for it. That's the only thing I require, too. Yep. Hey, you. So, <laughs> but I recommend Richmond. We, we've we come a long way. 
Um, and we're actually pretty cool. Um, yeah. Awesome. Mavian, mm -hmm. are you there? Hello. I am here. Hello. Hello, Hello Mavian. Hello, Eric, <laughs> and whoever was talking. Those Deedles. Oh, hello, Deedles. Hey, 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 how you doing? Uh, you know, better than here. I, I just like <laughs> one of the highlights of my week, so love being here. Ah. <laughs> well, don't blow up Eric's head any more than you need to. I mean, my gosh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you, yesterday, or two days ago, Deedles, my favorite jam of Uzbear's existence so far. Really oh, yeah. awesome. That was so good. Yeah. Lots of fun. Ooh, I wanna. I'm gonna have to go back and take a listen. It will yeah, be literal had... music to your ears. Well, not literal, <laughs> but it will be literal. Maybe in things a lot. <laughs> you ever, you ever dip your toes into musical improv, maybe in? Uh, yeah. I, I used to. A fun fact about me. I used to be like a like a huge theater kid. Uh, but then I got to improv, so that died. But I, I like those like theater roots are still within me because I can't kill them off with improv, not entirely. Usually in my theater, people double dip. They double dip. Yeah. Well, we got a lot those, of are, those are they're bad people. Then they shouldn't double dip. That's rude. Hmm. <laughs> um, why not have all the fun meeting? Why, why, why limit yourself? You know. That's what I say. <laughs> but I mean, improvers are better. Let's let's be clear. <laughs> I can't take a stance. Oh, what do we think? Get started, the four of us. <clears throat> sure. P party of four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get a let's get a little warmed up. Let's try. Um, I will. Let me see. Let's see what kind of YouTube videos I got over here. Maybe YouTube's maybe YouTube's too much to start. What are you thinking, Eric? Um, get a suggestion that doesn't inspire me. Let's try the presentation game. Yeah, that's no? good. So as a as a warm up, instead of doing a full on long form, uh, which the presentation can tend to be, I'm going to put all of our names in the poll. Deedles. And you guys see your names over there. And I will pull up random images. So you guys also see this uh, looks like a Venice Roman church. Very nice. Um, so I will get a suggestion. And I will start, I, I will, actually, I won't start. I will introduce uh, D, 
and D, what you're going to want to do is you get this slide and the next slide where you have to explain them as if you prepared them as part of your PowerPoint. And then after you've done two slides, you're going to pass it off to Mavian. But before you pass it off to Mavian, you're going to say, now I'm giving it to Dr. Blanc, the uh, regional spaghetti expert. Uh, and you'll explain, you'll explain why we need a spaghetti expert for whatever subject that we're presenting on. And then Mavian will do two slides and then she will introduce Steve. And we'll keep going until we feel like we've fully covered whatever subject we get. Everybody, everybody understand? Mm-hmm. It'll make it'll make more sense as we go. All right, our suggestion. Let's get a Wikipedia article to present on. Uh, I don't know who that is. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Muhammad. I'm not gonna pronounce that last name. Statue of George Washington. Oh yeah, just George. Just George Washington in general. Uh, we will do a deep five. So kind of think of yourselves as we are a group of people that all know each other. And we prepared this historical presentation about George Washington on a TED Talk. Uh, does everybody know what a TED Talk is? Yes. A presentation. Okay. Yes, any type of scientific presentation. All right. And I will introduce you, Dee. So thank slide. you all. What's that? The slide I'll that's here. I'll, I'll get a new yeah. slide for you. So after I introduce you, you you can say, and now my first slide. And anybody can say next, and I'll load the next slide when they when they say that. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So thank you all for joining us here in uh, the Indianapolis uh, Pro Bowl. We've cleared out all the fans of the football stadium, and we are proud to present uh, our findings, our deep history dive, where we've uncovered some truly shocking things about George Washington's past. And to start off our presentation, we are honored today to have um, Dr. Borno from the uh, Calgary Institute she is an expert on wigs and what she's going to bring some new history to light about George. Dr. Borno, please come to the stage. Thank you so much for welcoming me here today. Um, and, um, I just wanted, and I just wanted, wanted to my extend my appreciation to um to everyone here today here today this is wonderful. wonderful. Uh, so let's just uh, let's just uh, jump, right jump right in okay slide a slide a slide so so at our institute we've been discovering that um george washington was kind of crafty um you know we always hear about the wooden teeth uh but we never hear uh, a lot about his woodwork. Um, and so we're just going to just go over some of what George uh, got into back in the days of old. And, um, yeah, he just loved doing different crafts. Um, and, uh, 
like experts say he was trying to open an Etsy shop before the revolution. Um, but that just didn't happen for George, you know, things got disrupted. Um, but his uh, sense of uh, a keen eye for art uh, in the homemade sense was never lost. Um, slide. Now, George had no idea uh, what the future would hold, naturally. Uh, he was not a time traveler. Um, he didn't see uh, uh, what we were going to get into uh, several hundred years later. Uh, no, he was just uh, focused on the craft and uh, 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 leading uh, a revolution. And we, we shouldn't forget that. Uh, we shouldn't forget the double-edged uh, sword that is George Washington and his um, legacy. Um, so, you know, as a man, you know, he had both these sides to his personality, uh, uh, and uh, it affected him the rest of his life. Uh, I want to bring uh, someone in to kind of go into this a little bit more. Um, uh, Dr. Jones, no relation to Indiana, <laughs> uh, is going to come in and uh, kind of go into this a little bit more. Dr. Jones, uh, if you would, please. Hello. Yes, my name is Dr. Jones. Uh, it's really great to be here today. Uh, George Washington is such a cool guy, right, guys? Haha. -ha. <laughs> anyways, anyways, uh, can you please go to the next slide so I can talk about this great man? Can you please go to the next? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The slides oh, are stuck there. Um, no, on. it's okay. Don't don't worry about it. Anyway, <laughs> clearly you can see in this picture that George Washington embodies the spirit of uh, of 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 uh, flowers and and colored water. That is the pure essence of George Washington at the end of the day. He, the, you know, he may be he. <laughs> He may be he he may be the president of the United States, but he is also a flower in the in a glass mm. in mm -hmm. in wine. It looks like sangria, probably. I never had it. Uh yes, that is that is our president. Now go please go to the next slide. <laughs> Oh yes, this this image uh, speaks so much to George Washington, because even when George, <laughs> even, even when George Washington was, <laughs> even when George Washington uh, was a flower, he was also a bunch of graffiti on a wall. <laughs> George Washington was such a complex man. Oh God. Look at the detail in all of these graffitis. The way the the letters and and the art interact with each other. This is the the pure essence, the true soul and mirror of George Washington. George Washington was a flower in a, in a in a glass with sangria, and George Washington is also a wall for graffiti with a with, with a tree in the forefront. Anyway, yes, I'm a big George Washington fan, as you can clearly tell. Uh, please, I, I, I'm becoming too, too overwhelmed with emotion. 
Please uh-huh. bring in the next um, much more composed presenter. Uh, Professor... Professor... Motorola. Thank, thank you, Dr. Jones. I am happy to be here and to be very composed. I also would like to say to you, though, Dr. Jones, it felt it felt very polished, your, uh, your presentation, and uh, thank you so much for, for those revelations that you were able to bring to us in, in this sober-minded and, and uh, you know, delicate field that we have before, which is, of course, George Washington. And I want to get right to that. And I want to get right to the idea of, of who George Washington was as a child. And as you can see, he was extremely adventurous. He would, of course, not just the British people, but it, yeah, when he, when he, he from a, as a child would get in the face of British people and confront them, but not just British people, also anyone who wasn't as deeply and intrinsically American as George Washington was. And as you can see here, he is wearing the red color, which, you know, it represents the red, white, and blue. But, you know, he hadn't figured all three of those out yet. He just figured out the first one, the red color. And he was wearing that color and jutting his lower lip out in a symbol of, hey, you know what, British people, forget you. And I'm going to start my own country and I'm going to be the first president if if I manage to, to run a successful campaign, which as we can see from the next slide, he did. And nothing <laughs> more embodies the success of George Washington's campaign than uh, just a, a middle-class white lady sticking her tongue out. Yeah, that's right, we're America, we're cool, we're stylish. We're, we're, you know, we're young and we're out and we're having fun. And this isn't, this isn't a, a model shot or a glamour shot. This is just how it is. It's just fun in the moment, being a free country, having a successful presidential campaign and boom, being the president. That's what it's like being, being George Washington. And if you look closely in the reflections of her glasses, <laughs> that can remind <laughs> you that, that, that it that when you look at a reflection, you gotta try to be the best American that you can be, just like George Washington decided to do so long ago. And to kind of further reflect on the adventures of George Washington after he ran, ran a successful campaign, campaign, let us turn now to his time as president. And I would like to introduce to you my esteemed and uh, detailed colleague uh, Simon Debunk. Professor Emeritus of uh, the the the, pres- the presidential uh, the White House and its and its architecture. Hi, I'm Simon. Uh, I know you guys are probably thinking I lead the most boring part of this speech, the the architecture. What's that got to do with George? Well, it's got a lot to do. Okay, I got a lot of things to debunk. And here uh, we're going to jump right in. Uh, before I show the next slide. I just want you guys to appreciate that George built the White House, okay? And he took a lot of different things uh, to make it strong. And that's, that's kind of where I like to go to first. Um, <laughs> now, you think, you're thinking, uh, what a, what a <laughs> luxury. Uh, George may never have ridden in a GT Mustang, but what he did to the White House was was kind of the carburetor for the nation. And 
people would look at not only the pillars of the front, uh, they'd, they'd see windows. And, and one thing that the White House did uh, that George kind of invented was windows didn't slide. You couldn't open a window before George made the White House. It was just a window. You could look through it, but uh, you weren't getting a breeze. And people, people focus on the, on the other things, but I feel like that's huge. And to, to show the, just the, the economic impact that the White House itself had on uh, houses all over the place, uh, George uh, really just poked, poked the nation in the butt uh, to get their houses going. And you could, you could say that that was kind of the cactus in the side. That's a phrase that George used uh, when they were doing the blueprints for the White House. He, 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 he was famous to have said, I have never put a cactus in your side. And that was, that was meaning he built the White House. Uh, and... I believe uh, is is Doctor Mesh in the house. Doctor Doctor Mesh, are, are you present? Okay, I think he got scared. Um, to to summarize, uh, I'm going to send it back to uh, Doctor Deedles. I can't remember your real name. Uh, oh, no. If you could just. Dr. Borno, if you could just summarize what we've presented today with this final slide uh, very briefly. Thank you. Uh, sure thing. Uh, it's also to be noted, uh, just in relation to the cactus, uh, George Washington's set of teeth um, were originally made of cacti, um, uh, but it didn't work out so well for his gum line, and that's where the wooden teeth uh, came in uh, later on. <laughs> Um, slide. So, you know, George Washington, he walked his own path um, forward to the future for all Americans, um, whether he had to be graffiti on walls or uh, a woodworker or um, just, you know, uh, a, a, a poke in the butt of society. He led the way. Um and it's to be noted, he did have a redhead fetish. So um, these are the qualities of a good leader. Uh, this is why we study him and uh, appreciate him and name every other street, uh, capital, and park after him. So um, we're just so thrilled you guys came here today to learn more about our first uh, president and one of our founding fathers, George Washington. Thank you so much for being here today. Woo! Well makes it feel real. <laughs> Mayfan, are you okay? Yeah, I was just, I had a weird day today, so like just being an idiot uh exacerbated that. <laughs> that was that was fun. Uh Mesh, are you there? Uh yeah, I just, I just came in. Hey, is I'm gonna uh, I believe someone joined and I muted them because I, I felt like there was a repeat. Is is someone alive? Are they there? 
I unmuted you. Or you can type in the chat if you're there, someone alive. Ord, take your time. Mm -hmm. uh, Carla? Carla, I think, just joined. Did you get to hear what we were doing, Mesh? Uh, I, yeah, I think you were doing uh, like uh, the PowerPoint yeah. thing, right? I, I, yeah. I, was in the, I joined in the middle, so yeah. We learned, learned a lot, a lot about, about George Washington. Yeah. yeah. He's, uh, he's graffiti. It's kind of the biggest lesson we took uh, away from it. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm warm. I don't know about you guys. Does anybody want to do more short form warm ups? If no, that's fine. If yes, that's also fine. How about we, uh, have you ever done the one where you do like a, it's like a pitch meeting for a commercial? Yeah. What, what are you proposing here? Can we do that, but just a single picture and then whatever it is the picture of, we have to sell it. And we kind of come okay. up with the whole pitch for the, uh, like, a, like we have to come up with a whole commercial and like a, a pitch line and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Just I'll let you be it. kind of the boss of the group then. Okay. Like you can, you can call everybody, get in here and help us help direct the group as we shout ideas. All right. All right. Let me know when you want your first slide or if you want to call us in first. Up to you. All right, everybody. <laughs> okay. All right, everybody. So uh, let's all get in here. We're going to need, we've got, we, we landed the account, you guys, and I'm so proud of you. We've been working so hard on this and yeah. Yeah. When, when, when Buster advertisements came in here, they hired us on the spot because they Really appreciated what we had to say. We, we, we brought the sophistication. And now we are the next ad agency to promote. And I'm going to reveal it to you here. <laughs> here it is. <laughs> this is what we got here. So uh, what, what are we going to call this? We need, we need to get a, a name here so that the public really latches on to what we're, we're providing. What do you guys think? Boss, boss, can I, can I clarify something? Mm-hmm. Is, is this us selling invisible sled dogs? <laughs> of course it is. Of course, that's why we would have those, we have those little bridges there for them to be running under. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for that, that's where they're positioned in the sled, right? That's what, you, that's what right. you're saying. Yeah. Perfect. All right, so we got these invisible. We got we got the invisible sled dogs here. So how are we going to make the? Uh, I feel like this is the kind of the ad campaign we need where we mm -hmm. have a, a, a characters involved. You know, so like what mm -hmm. kind of characters is the is the is the are we going to have like as our mascot selling these? To ooh, ooh. I my, have my, an my, idea. Oh. I have oh, an yeah. idea. Go ahead, Darlene. Let's, let's put the sled dogs behind the person. Behind the, the man, so they it's right. scarier when they're revealed, even though they're still invisible. That sounds perfect. So you're saying that the sled dog's behind the guy to push him through the snow? Yeah, you know, cause support or something, man's best friend. Yes, 
Yeah, the the dogs will be supporting him and being his best friend right in the back there. That's a great idea. What kind of musical, uh, what kind of uh, musical jingle do you think we could have that would support that? Hey, I don't, I don't, I don't pipe up much in these meetings, boss. But uh, what a great idea, you, man, Gregory. <laughs> what do you, what do you like think about uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. as like the spokesperson? I think that's a great idea. He was in that movie. What was that? What was that? Uh... Right, right. That's a I think it was called Sled Dogs. Oh, was it called Sled Dogs? Just straight up. I like going right down the line. I, I like going right down the line, except until where it comes where the dogs are positioned. We got to we got to jag when we have that. Hmm. Cuba can sing. Well, uh, we'll we'll say uh, say, boss. Uh, I think one of the big selling points here is that uh, invisible sled dogs can be used indoors. You know, like mm-hmm. normal sled dogs out outside, but we, these sled dogs you can use them in the office. You know, you can use them at home. This guy's indoors, you know. Exactly. So how can we how can we capture that, like, the indoor use of these sled dogs, like, in the package design? What kind of image would we have associated with these invisible sled dogs that people see on the shelf as they're browsing? <laughs> sorry. Oh. oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, it's just, I, I just want to pipe in here, boss. Let's put them in a windowless room. There's no doors. There's no sunlight. It's just <laughs> the man and the dogs. Right. Now, I really like how the sunless, windowless, lightless room is perfect for these invisible dogs. That's cool. Hey, boss. Hey, boss. Uh, uh... Gregory, you're piping up again. It's two times in one meeting. That's great. I'm glad you're kind of coming out of your shell. Can I mention? Can I mention one thing that I feel like is getting overlooked? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, this is what you're here for. In the in the movie where Kevin Bacon becomes invisible, uh, right. he goes insane because he can't close his eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the sled dogs you're saying will be insane sled dogs almost assuredly. I'm not. I'm not connecting that dot. I. I, <laughs> I just wanted to put that out there. That's a plot point. Okay. Just you want me well, to okay, so, go? Oh, go ahead. Well, I, I feel like when I saw that movie, uh, he I, I, to me I didn't feel like he went insane because he clo- couldn't close his eyes, but it was more because he realized the power he had and it got to his head and that's what made him crazy uh, but maybe okay. i'm crazy i don't know oh, oh. a couple of different interpretations okay. here very interesting okay. <laughs> so how okay, is there some way because i really feel like is there some way to bridge those two those two things together like in a in the commercial like <laughs> like, wait. like what, what would the, go go ahead wait is i the actor kevin bacon I want oh, darn this commercial. Oh shoot. Oh, I don't know how how is that going to go with Cuba Gooding Jr. also kind of attached to the project already. Yeah, yeah man, I signed mean. up for this like 2 months ago. Get out of here. 
I, I guess I'll just leave then. I'm sorry. Kevin Bacon out. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Why don't we yeah. do a Kevin Bacon, Cuba Gooding Jr. mashup, right? Like, I'm in the locker room with the towel around my waist like a Jerry Maguire. And then I scream, do me the sled dog. And then Kevin Bacon, Bacon brings the sled dog. Ah, man, what we can get Tom Cruise or something? Uh, no, that motherfucker crazy. I don't want to work with him no more. No. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe we can have like a maybe we can have like a TV special called Good Bacon, and uh, they can ah. talk about invisible sled dogs. Oh, that sounds perfect. And, what? 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 Hey, um, boss. Charity. Uh, what charity? <laughs> Go ahead. Boss, I I'm not a big idea man. You know that. Uh, I just kind of like to point things out. No, you're uh, kind of a pipe, everybody, pipe, up, pipe, up, pipe in there sort of man. Uh, <laughs> everybody in here, like I see Kevin over here, I see Cube. Uh, everybody here has really good teeth. And these these dogs also remind me of Invisalign. Right. So you're saying we should like, like the brace, contact. like the braces, right? Like the invisible braces. Or the... Um, uh, I don't connect the dots. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I think what you're suggesting, Gregory, tell me if I'm if I'm connecting too many dots here. But you're saying that in the future, commercials should advertise two things at the same time instead of just one thing, so that you get more commercial for the time involved. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so you say we should advertise Invisalign for invisible dogs Yeah that push. I think it makes think... 100% sense That no dog is going to want to get Braces that are visible Especially if it's a vis- invisible dog Yeah that freaked people out Seeing a pair of braces chasing them Yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure so okay, so we need invisible braces for our invisible dogs. Um, what uh, <laughs> what part of the the product will be visible to the customer then? Well, I think uh, the 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 dogs being being crazy and vicious. I think you, you would get a sense of that, like a sense of dread would just emanate from the commercial because you, you can sense how terrifying that would be. Hmm. You, Maybe you know they can wear... Hey, boss. Uh, yeah, Gregory, four, time, four times. What's, what's I don't going talk on? much. Uh, feel free. Feel free to talk, man. I just want to say something that I, I feel like we're all overlooking. Uh, there's probably invisible puppies out there. Mm-hmm. I see. You're getting at that we need to get in on the, the plushy market and for, for little toddlers and little kids to be kind of getting in on this invisible dog action. I don't connect the dots. <laughs> okay. What <Yeah. laughs> <No. laughs> Yeah. So, so you get the invisible. Do, do the puppies start out invisible? Are they born invisible, or are they visible while they're in the womb and then they come out invisible? 
Now I'm now I'm imagining some sort of terrifying womb-shaped object filled with puppies and invisible braces out in the front, just chomping on after me as I'm running down the street. That's horrifying. People like to be what? scared. It's me, the old advertising man. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, good motivation. Like yeah, we should move towards scaring people in our advertisements. Hey, hey, is Kevin Bacon still here? Ah, uh, yeah, he's still here. I'm, I've just been listening this whole time. Hey, uh, in the movie Tremors, mm-hmm. uh, there's the 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 monster can't see you unless you're making sound on the ground. That's that's correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when when are we the are we the monsters to these dogs? Ah, hmm. uh, yes. Hmm. <laughs> we. We could make a commercial uh, directed directly at the Tremors, is what you're saying? Like, is there, how would they perceive our commercial involving invisible dogs, especially given the fact that they, only, they can only hear? You know, as Kevin Bacon, I think mm-hmm. what the person just said was that dogs have been victims to humans' whims for so long. Maybe we shouldn't make the commercial at all. Yes. Yeah, I was, I was trying to connect that dot for a while now. <laughs> now, okay, let's explore that because I just want to picture you as you're sitting down with your wife at home later tonight and she asks you, hey, powerful ad executive, um, how did you pay for this uh, fried chicken meal that we have before us? And you're going to say, we pay for this by not doing an invisible dog commercial? Oh, personally... Uh, yeah, sorry, you go on. No, I think you were about to connect a good dot for him. <laughs> oh, you know, you were always my favorite. That really doesn't mean anything, but... We got, I... You and I keep, get, we keep getting more similar as this meeting goes on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sensing a, a mentor and a protege relationship here. But go on. <laughs> what do you expect for an ad agency based out of Philly? Uh, I feel like if you're gonna, if you want to live a good life, you gotta make good decisions. Mm-hmm. So one, don't eat fried chicken for dinner. That's unhealthy. And two, mm-hmm. make a more ethical commercial. <laughs> 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 Great. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Ending it off with the two commandments. (laughs) Just don't make the commercial, man. (laughs) Sometimes you got to walk away. Carla, are you there? Carla. Carla likes to watch. (laughs) <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I don't know, it's just bullshit. <laughs> uh, Carla, you know you're free to.
to join in whenever. I know you said you're having technical issues with your browser. Oh, oh I hear you now. Hello. Hello. I appreciate that. Hello. Um, Hello. How are you doing, Carla? Before before we start, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. I just finished my Vietnamese salad for breakfast. Ooh. Salad What's for breakfast? What's in a Vietnamese salad? Uh, so it's from a meal prep and delivery service. The most interesting thing that I found here was that, um, I mean, besides from the nice fresh cabbage and like the carrots, it's just it, they're for the fresh veggies. They added in some what seems to be caramelized onions, which I thought was surprising because I don't often see um, cooked onions in salads, but they made it so, and I think they might have marinated it in some sort of soy sauce or something. So that was really interesting. I learned something new. Wow. A party for your taste buds. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Mesh? We didn't, we didn't catch up with you either. Jumped right over it. Oh uh, no, I, um, I'm I'm all right. I'm just, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. All right. First day of June. Halfway through the Happy year. June. Oh yeah. Ah, oh, can't believe we're halfway through the year already. It feels like the Wait, no. day. The end of June will be halfway through the year. I always mess that up, right? Maybe. Same difference. June fifteenth, maybe. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Oh. We'll figure the math out. All right. Uh, does anybody else want to lead a game that they've been itching to do? Oh, wait. I remember uh, during one, I think you introduced one to uh, Funny Society, Eric. Uh, it's the one where you have to describe what you're doing before you say anything. Okay. That one. Every every sentence? I've played one where you do it every sentence. Yeah, that one. You know, oh, okay. I, that's what I meant. Yeah, you just say what your character's doing action-wise before, you, before your character says something. Let's get one random person to play with Mavian. Only uh, one! Starting, it's hard to do with more than two people that game specifically. Yeah. Um... Steve, have you or has everybody played this before? Does does everybody know what Mavian's describing? I I have not played. So not entirely. Yeah, okay. I should probably watch as well. Can we, can <laughs> we also add? Can we also add to the pipeline one of uh, like any rap game? There was one time before where we did this like song where people were doing improv rap. It was so much fun. Uh, okay. It was awesome. Yeah. Cool. All right, I think I know what you're talking about. We can do that one next. Um, so, Mavian and Steve, this game is before you say whatever you're going to say, you have to describe an action that your character is doing. So, if I'm talking, I would say, so, uh, so I would, before I even talked, I'd have to say, I take a long sip of my uh, green tea. So, how was school, kiddo? And then as the kid, I'd have to say, I touch both, I tap both of my feet together nervously. Yeah, it was okay, dad. That okay. type of thing. So you have to kind of like be yeah. writing it as a play. 
Yeah, I've, I think I've done this in person. It's like uh, you have to do a physical action first before you can say anything. Yes, absolutely. Kind of deal. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. or, you can, or you can describe something. Uh, it doesn't have to be action. Oh, okay. If you wanted to describe like the refrigerator made a loud pop noise or something. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. All right. All right. Your guys' suggestions are custom baseball glove, bad hair, and comics. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I flip through the uh, uh, the like the binder of baseball cards. Hey, uh, hey, Johnny. I don't. Uh, I don't think that I'm gonna going to to trade any of my comics or not any of my baseball cards for any of the ones you got here. Um, I'm flipping through all of my uh, X Men comics. Uh, what, George? Come on, you know there's a there's a, there's a uh, there's there's Night Shadow and all those cool guys in these comics. I do the pose that Night Shadow is famous for. <laughs> Don't you you see how ridiculous this looks? This is not a fighting stance. You can tip me right over. I uh, I put my hand under my chin and I start rubbing it. Oh, you got a good point. <laughs> uh, I uh, bug out my eyes. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, of course I have a good point. The comics are for dorks. I, uh, tears start to fill my eyes as, uh, deep sorrow overtakes me. Wait, what do you mean they're not cool? What do you mean they're for dorks? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I take out a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> and put it to my lips. Well, I I mean that uh, you'll you'll never know anything about being a real uh, action fighter. Uh, you'll never learn to be a real fighter by reading comic books. Um, I take out my uh, my my <laughs> I take out my signed baseball uh, bat signed by Joe DiMaggio. I got this for you. <laughs> I grab the baseball bat and I bite it with my mouth. Wow, this this is a genuine article. This is a genuine article. I uh, twiddle my fingers around my uh, uh, curly hair because I'm a little boy, and uh, I, uh, I and and uh, yeah. Um, I know I know that you've been going through a really hard time because your mom and dad recently split up. So uh, I thought you'd really appreciate this. Tears well up in my eyes and just my face goes hot and pink and gross. Oh, thank you so much. It's uh, My parents breaking up has left a baseball bat-sized hole in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I start to, I start to chortle and 
and I slap his back really hard. Ah, oh, buddy, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> the world goes on. I I uh, pull back in terror. <laughs> hey, that, that really hurt. You slapped the crap out of me. My 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 teeth are really. My teeth get really big and I start to look like a donkey, like in Pinocchio. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, ears sprout out of my head like donkey ears, like and also like very much like in Pinocchio. Hee haw, hee haw. We we're both donkeys now. <laughs> this is what we get for reading comic books and collecting baseball cards. <laughs> no, I uh, I start throwing my hooves up in alarm as well. <laughs> no, all I was trying to do was fill the hole in my life that was caused by my parents' divorce with fun childhood things. I don't deserve this. I uh, I look at a picture of my parents who are still together, by the way. And I, <laughs> I hold up my hugs, and I, and I just like lament the life that I had to say goodbye to. I'm a bad little boy. What? <laughs> See. <laughs> <laughs> we watched the transformation of two boys into donkeys for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happens in Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah. That was actually the origin story of that Donkey Island from Pinocchio. That was it. Yeah, that's what that was. <laughs> I forget who turns who turns Pinocchio into a donkey. I remember that being a terrifying scene, but I don't remember why. Uh, because like, I thought you go ahead. Oh, my explanation might not be good. So they're like people who are selling them. As donkeys? I think it's grown men. Yeah, uh, Mr. Mr. Stromboli is like, you're a bad puppet. I'm gonna put you in this donkey island, and the don it's supposed to like a, an island where like where you basically like smoke and drink and do things that good boys don't do. And then like uh, his like companion like, what do I look like? An ass? And then he turns to a donkey, yeah. and it's like horrifying. Yeah, I remember that part. <laughs> I remember the horrifying. <laughs> All right, I am making a list of all of us. I think checking it twice. Checking it three times. Three. <laughs> Please check that once, twice. Um. Okay. So, uh, Carla, correct me if I'm wrong, but the game that we played was bad rap, and uh, the idea of the game is that I will start a, a lyric and I will try to be as obvious as possible about what word I'm ending my rap on. So I will say something like, it's really... Uh, <laughs> when, I, when I go to church, I say, please... Every time I pray, I'm on my, and then I, I won't finish it, but Mavian 
uh, knows that I'm trying to say knees, but she will say a word that doesn't fit that could mean knees or something that doesn't make any sense at all or that just something that somebody would be on. So I could say, when I'm at church, I say please, and when I pray, I'm on my leg elbows, could be what Mavian says. And then Mavian starts a lyric that she's setting up for Carla to ruin. Does that make sense? Yeah. Ooh. It's interesting. It seems like a more advanced version of what we did previously, but yeah, we can try to talk. <laughs> what did what did we what did we do the last time? Uh, I just remember it being like someone else was someone who wasn't doing the rapping was spouting out like words, and then the other the players were coming up with some sort of a story or a narrative based on that via rap. Hmm. If that makes sense. And I think someone had a song in the background that I'm was a rap sure. I'm not sure if hmm. I've ever played music in the background. Uh, I think music might be difficult for everybody to talk and hear at the same time on this. Um, we had a we had a player before who played who who was usually the one who was kind of prepared with sounds. Um, we don't have to do the sounds right now. I mean, if, I think we can also just do it freestyle. It was just interesting because it was still like viable to to kind of talk and listen to each other. Volume wasn't that high. Okay. Hmm. I don't have any music that I know of that wouldn't have words. So let me see if I can YouTube something. Uh, instrumental. Uh, Royalty-free music. Uh. <laughs> That's what you usually look up? Yeah, you know, it's just, it's just some casual listening. You just listen to some royalty-free music. Okay. Can everybody hear this? Whoa. <laughs> Is that too loud? Sounds perfect. The volume earlier was good. It was a bit softer, but it was still audible. How's that? It's still audible, yes. Okay. Sounds good. So, yeah. how how would you start your how would you start what we did last time, Carla, that you're describing? No wrong so answer. There were some keywords. Maybe we can use the random keyword generator and then they would like incorporate it into the rap spontaneously. Okay. How about similar to that? I'm just going to make up one on the spot without music. Sure. We will, I will say a rap uh, a lyric or, or two and then I will throw it to Mavian and I will give Mavian a nick a rap nickname and then your lyric can be about how you got your nickname. Alrighty. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So this All is right. going to be uh, just one round, right? For this one? So it's it's about like the nickname? Yeah. Uh I'll just get a I'll get a random suggestion and I'll rap one or two lines about it. I'll I'll try and make a rhyme and then I'll I'll throw it to uh, I'll 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 pull up a random suggestion for you guys to see every time, 
and then you'll say you'll use that suggestion to name the next person that's about to rap. I don't know if this will work, but we'll try it. All right. Sounds like, sounds like fun. Okay. <laughs> they call me they call me Mr. Bloat because I do not float. I took to the seas and the waves set me free and now I I yell from my throat. I'm gonna throw it over to my man, Mr. Phone. Ring, ring, yo, yo, I'm Mr. Phone. Try to pick up to the dial tone. I am cool, I am hip, but I'm not as cool as my man, Trip. Hey, hey, guess what's here? I am here with my trippy trip. <laughs> I have a skateboard that everyone loves, and I am really good at it. See me slide, ooh, ooh. see me slide, and trip. <laughs> well, guess what? I have a friend. He's even better at his thing. He and strawberries are a really cool thing. Uh, yeah, I'm MC Strawberries. I taste so sweet. <laughs> but there's nothing better than my crazy beats. Uh, <laughs> that's why I rap on top of a jam. You can spread it on toast and have a slam. But now just you to, can... Just to, just to interject, uh, I kind of liked what Mavian did better of try to end your rap Try to end your rap on the name of the next person so it kind of flows into the next person, if you can. Got, gotcha. Okay. Um, uh, you, um, <laughs> MC Strawberry can uh, is bowing out. Uh, <laughs> time to hit a time to hit eject. So you can hear from my friend, DJ Project. Yo, I'm DJ Project. No, it's not a test. You will understand that I'm better than all the rest. I roll up in here with a to-do list uh, <laughs> and attack those projects with my fist. Uh, but I'm going to pass it over with no hesitation uh, over to my friend, Mr. Masturbation. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> This is master masturbation, and get out of my way. You're going to get all fucked up. You're going to get fucked up with my spray. I don't really mean it, but that's what I got to do. And now I'm going to head it on over to my, to my friend, Mr. Glue. I'm sticky, icky, icky, and I, I'm not proud. I didn't have a dad. That's why I rap so loud. If I wanted to be polite, you know who I'd be. I'd be over there with Mr. Hee Hee. I'm Mr. Hee Hee. I laugh a lot. I don't have a lot of friends. I've got what I got. I cry in my sleep. I have bad dreams. But that's enough about me. Here's Mr. Dweeb. 
they call me Mr. Dweeb for very good reason. I'm kind of small, but it's never out of season. <laughs> I also have a lot of access to clothes. Kids' clothes look good on me. <laughs> when I go to stores, I only pay a small amount because I only wear kids' clothes a lot. Now I'm going to introduce you to my friend. He's called Star. Here we go. Uh, yeah, they call me Star because I'm up in the sky looking down on everybody with my... <laughs> because I'm so fly. They told me that... They told me that to be famous, I had to... Uh, I had to shine bright but all I had to do was put up a fight. Uh, I didn't make, I didn't, I didn't get in the rap game because of what, what I said. Uh, what I, the reason I came here was because of Mr. Dead. Yeah, Mr. Dead coming to you live. Come on, jump it down like a hype beehive. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm racking up graves just like I'm racking up checks. Filling those graves because I keep breaking necks. Uh, but enough about me. Let's hear from you. Uh, here we come. Yes, here's my friend, Mr. Sephardic Jew. <laughs> Shalom, this is the Sephardic Jew. You better get out of my way because I'm far too Hebrew for you to deal with. You will feel my fist, but I want to introduce you to my new friend. His name is the government. Hi, I am the government. The tax dollars I totally have spent if you're trying to fill out a form get used to long lines because they're the new norm if i have one person that i can acquaint you with it's going to be the mr measurement <laughs> well hello my name is mr measurement i count things in inches and centimeters. I'm, I carry rules around. I have a protractor, but that's not cool compared to this probably maybe one of the final guys next to me, Mr. Contractor. Hey, everyone. I'm Mr. Contractor. I sign people up to do good labor. We're building houses now. We're building houses here. Wherever you are, we're going to make you. <laughs> we're going to make you fear because we have horror houses. They're yeah. brand new. We're going to bring new people in. And also, <laughs> we're going to bring people in who's also blue. They might not come out, but who cares? They're going to have the time of their life in that space. Well, here's my friend. I'm going to throw you over. His name is Mr. Green. Here he is. 
Yeah, they call me Mr. Green because I'm cash money. But don't think that you can try anything funny. I've been uh, I've been green since the day I was born. They said <laughs> they said my mom had a green green thumb, but that but that made her forlorn. Uh, the only way to top my my lyrics is uh, is to find a way to to get in the spirit. So, with that being said, I got another friend with me. This friend is named Mister Mister Timothy. <laughs> Hello, my name is Mr. Timothy, but please call me Tim. That's all right with me. I'm an accountant with Jones and Jones and Jones. Uh, and every day I keep counting bones. And when I go home, I eat buttered toast and spaghetti with meatballs. Yes, I like it the most. Um, but enough about me. Gonna keep it going. Um, I'm going to talk to my friend who loves to go rowing. Yo, this is Mr. Paddles, and I don't want to get you all rattled, but I need to tell you about my mad boat skills. When I get in the water, I'm going to be kill other people, and they're going to die. And I do it. I never really asked myself why, but now I'm going to sho shove off from this port and give it up to my friend. His name is Wart. Hey, I'm Stinky, and I'm on your foot. If you want to come by, I'll give you a punch in the throat. And I'm medically unnecessary and a hassle to deal with. If I was a part of the curriculum, I would be math. Uh, here I have the next in line. His name might be Mr. Spine. Mr. Spine's too much of a coward to come out and rap. <laughs> so I'm going to throw it off to Mr. Slap. Mr. Slap's okay. also kind of kind of scared. So one more chance. I'm gonna give it to my man, uh, Volkswagen Vans. Beep beep. What up, motherfuckers? I'm a van. I don't have any rhymes either, but I'm a van. <laughs> hmm. And see. Yeah, boy. The, the person who was yeah. doing that last voice was um kind of doing it in a really new voice that I wasn't sure who it was. Was it yours? <laughs> it was my voice. What? It was just my oh, regular I mean, voice. The, I think you you spoke up after the third invitation, right? But and then the person who was doing the inviting, the sound was really different from what I was familiar with was that eric yeah that was eric oh okay okay 
Who knew Eric yeah. had such range with his voice? <laughs> yeah, it was me. Cool. Uh, oh my gosh, you know, I was the one who suggested it, but you guys are quite so good at this. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a new must-have game. I really like uh, Timothy uh, working at Jones and Jones and Jones. Every day, bones. Nice little backstory. And uh, Mr. Green, I feel like, lived a pretty hard life. He's been green since he was born. Because his mom was forlorn. Yeah. Does anybody else have any games they want to play? Let's try that one you said with the bad rap. That sounds kind of neat. Okay. Do I need to re-explain or are we good? What's the bad rap? Uh, I won't finish my line. You guys will uh. finish the line of your previous person and in the mm -hmm. wrong word. Okay. Could we try it with the audio so we can have some sort of a background rhythm to... Um... I guess. You drive a hard bargain, Carla. <laughs> I'm only asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> Did she do it? All right. This is this is the YouTube music called Slow Sad Rap Beat. Really? Oh. <laughs> uh, I wonder Sounds fresh. Thank you. That's good. Okay, here we go. Uh. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. I took my dog to the park. Every time he yelled, he... Went woof. <laughs> yeah. Describe... Try and describe what your character did for the day or something is a good okay. way to think of it. Okay. Yo, I saw, saw that guy at the park. I was following him because I'm lonely. I don't have any friends. I am alone in the... Oh, where everyone goes, but apparently they've gone away today. Maybe because we went here and for some reason they just don't like us. Well, that's their loss. Because we are really cool kids. So today we're just going to go out to get some. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're trying. You're trying to not say the last word and let let the next person guess what the last word is. I don't know if this is working. Uh, we'll keep going. We're gonna go get, all the way through. Some, okay. Yeah. The, get some friends. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I I was feeling kind of lonely. So I went to the salad bar. They had so many vegetables that 
I could see them from really <laughs> far away with a telescope. So I got some greens on my plate. And then I sat down and I ate. But then I showed up and my stomach, my stomach had the rumblies. So I decided to go and poop. <laughs> then, then I went outside where there was a fight. But for my cigarette, I didn't have a fire. There we go. I <laughs> took off my socks and I untied my shoe. I looked to my notification box and I had something. Uh, not old. <laughs> at the end of the day, I look at my bed and it's empty. <laughs> I wish I had a companion, also known as a dog who really likes my owner. It's just that I never seem to be appreciated. I go to him and do some barking and lick his feet until he's tickling, but he just ignores me and I just Fart. And now I feel hungry, so I'm gonna go. Uh, uh, put a popsicle in my mouth. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I've been living a lie. Everything I do is not real. If you want me, if you want to know what the opposite of, of, uh, if you want to know what the opposite of, uh, <laughs> okay, uh, if, we, if you want to know what the opposite of the truth is, then, uh, then here's the deal. There's something inside me that makes my blood pump. <laughs> I, <laughs> I guess you could call it something like a... Kidney! <laughs> but, it, but it also is there to remind me that I'm living... Uh, but sometimes life is trying to take me down. Uh, uh, <laughs> ever swiftly. But don't you worry, I come back uh, super rapidly. <laughs> and when I'm gone, it's going to be real sad. It's going to not be good. It's going to be totally awesome. <laughs> well done. We all are very good at bad rapping. 
Yeah, like I I understood what I was supposed to do, but I guess it was just like I had to line up I had to line up like telling a story plus getting something that rhymes, plus getting something that was really obvious to the next person. I think yeah. I I think I got two out of the three every time. Just never <laughs> <laughs> We put okay. we put an extra hurdle on ourselves by having to try and tell a continuous story. Well, every time I've ever played that, it's just you you can say whatever you want, and it just has to be an easy rhyme for you. Really? But I love I love the new wrinkle. <laughs> I think a slightly um, more easier version of it could be that we actually say what the last word is, and then people base their whatever they say off of that last word because it kind of acts yeah. like a prompt or something. Yeah. Or something that rhymes to just throw them off. So many options. We can do more right. that game before. Yes, we can. Um, does everybody wanna switch into long form now? Oh yes. All right. Let's get some suggestions. Ooh, I just used shoelace in a wrap. Shoelace, <laughs> guarded, strict, and one Wikipedia, the Luftwaffe order. order. <laughs> a battle. I'm going to say that has something to do with Nazis, so we're going to act like that one didn't happen. Oh, the unsinkable Molly Brown. I haven't heard that name in a while. You know about that with your theater background? Yeah, uh, it's like one of like old musicals that don't really. It's a really weird musical, in like in my opinion. Basically, this girl who's like, I like barely remember the plot, so like don't take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. But essentially, this girl Molly Brown is in love with this dude, and she like literally goes like heaven through heaven and hell to like get with him because she's like not quote unquote not good enough to like or like in like. I'm saying that like like half sarcastically. Basically, her character has to go through this whole fucking journey. It takes like two hours and like a bunch of songs to get to the point where she can finally get to be with this guy she's basically meant to be with and she's in love with. Um, I think she like literally like survives like a shipwreck. The Titanic. She's Titanic. Yeah, that's what I was she's like. Real... Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, she's a real person. I'm gonna look at the plot again. I, I just I have to know if I'm right or not. I have a question. Uh, when we get brown. when we get prompts like this, is it possible for us to make a scene off of them without necessarily having to understand the background or the facts behind it? We can like we can just take them as it is face value and just do whatever we want with them. Is that something we can yeah. do? Yeah. Anybody can start whenever. We're just trying to talk to maybe get some more inspiration, but if anybody wants to start, anybody can start whenever. Okay, wait. Before we start, I'm sorry. I found the plot. <laughs> Here's here's a plot summary. Okay. In the early 1900s, feisty tomboy Molly Tobin wrestles with her three younger brothers and tells them and her father that she wants to learn to read and write and to find a rich husband. Molly makes her way to Saddle Rock Saloon in Leadville, Colorado and applies for a job. On the way to Leadville, Colorado, she meets J.J. Leadville Johnny Brown, who falls in love with her and promises to give her where she wants. After they marry, Johnny 
sells the claim and provides Molly with the money she wants, enough to enter the high social life in Denver. Molly and Johnny, now dressed in gaudy finery, are made fun of by the Denver society people she wants to impress. And they travel to Europe against Johnny's better instincts. The couple, and especially Molly, are welcomed and accepted by European royalty. But the attentions of Prince DeLong towards Molly upset Johnny, and he returns to Leadville alone. Molly realizes that Johnny is her true love, and she sails for home on the RMS Titanic. As the Titanic sinks and the tragedy unfolds, Molly survives in one of the lifeboats. She is finally reunited with Johnny, who has built Molly her own castle, in quotation marks. A beautiful home in the Rocky Mountains. So yeah, this is from the 60s. It's kind of weird. Alright. Based on a real person. Oh. I feel bad for that person. (laughs) Well, they survived that day. They were rich. They were rich, and they survived the Titanic. That's they how were... it went. <laughs> kind of how it happened. Yeah. Womp yeah. womp. Hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, Molly, I'm so glad you were able to come up here to Leadville and uh, come to this uh, cabin and live the rustic life with me. Yeah, I'm I'm happy too, Johnny. You look ecstatic. Are you enjoying your your the beaver pelt where the for dinner? Yeah, I am. They were awesome. What? Yeah, you know I spent uh, you know uh, the very large part of the afternoon uh, hunting that pelt down in the wilds of Leadville. And you you did such a good job, honey. I, I'm proud of you. Oh, honey, I'm I'm I I appreciate that you're saying that, but uh, you look a you 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 look a you look a little down. I wanna I wanna cheer you up. Do you want me to start singing? Do you want me to start telling you some of those old vaudeville jokes that they've been telling? At the uh, uh, you know, not not really. I just I just kind of wanna just like think to myself for a little bit. You know, you wanna think to yourself. Yeah, you know, uh, think, think to myself. Um, I, I just Molly, didn't you have a lot of time to think as you were stranded in the middle of the Atlantic, Arctic Ocean with the in the lifeboat? Yeah, I had plenty of time, Johnny. Yeah, good, good, yeah, yeah. So you, yeah, so let's let's, let's, <laughs> let's dance and be chipper. I'll put a record on and we can dance around. Oh my God. He puts on a record. Doesn't that just set your heart alight? <laughs> Doesn't that set your heart alight? It sets my heart somewhere. I don't know if it's a light. Oh. Do you you mean your heart is like at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean? Like that yeah, big diamond? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's where it is. That's where it is, Johnny. God, you, you are just so good at reading my emotions. Whoa! I was, I was just trying to give you a nice dinner and then maybe some light entertainment. 
Oh, oh my God. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm being, I'm being so, I'm being unfair to you. I, I just, Oh, God. oh I, I need to go outside. I need some fresh air. Oh, okay. Looks <laughs> like there might be someone at the door, too. Oh, yeah, hello? I'll answer it. Hello? Yeah, okay. Uh, with it. uh, yes. Uh, hello. I am from the Col- the the Denver Gazette. Uh, ah. And I am here to, uh, interview, uh, Miss yeah. Miss Molly Brown is is she is she here? In the flesh. Oh my, Miss Brown, you you look lovely to, this evening. Uh, I uh, I I we're doing a story in our paper about the sinking of the Titanic, and I heard that you you were here in Colorado and you survived that tragic event. It, I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about how you survived. I I, I don't really want to talk about it. It's it's really it's really fresh, and I don't want to relive that stuff. Survi- surviving is a, a rather more strong term than what I would give it, because as you can see, her heart is no longer with her. Oh my God, you have no idea what I went through. Okay, the, don't start talking pre- to me like that. The press need to know. The press doesn't need to know uh, anything, Johnny. <laughs> so you, you say you say your heart is no longer with you. What what do you mean by that? He he's just he's being immature. Okay, my heart's fine. It's intact. Her courage. Oh. <laughs> Metaphorically, her joy de vivre has left her and it's sunk to the bottom of the ocean. Oh my God. Mr. Johnny? <laughs> yes, hello there. Hi, um, I'm, the, I'm the assistant um, from the Gazette. I was just wondering, while they were, while they were having their interview, maybe oh, you'd like to go out with me for a walk? Whoa! <laughs> well, uh, sure. I I am one person who really enjoys a sprightly evening walk. Well, go ahead. Leave your wife behind. It doesn't mean anything. You have been an asshole all evening, quite frankly. <laughs> well, you've been going, okay? So we're even. What? Mr. Johnny, I'm, I'm sorry. It, it can't. I can't handle this anymore. Let's go somewhere a bit more private. There's something I need to tell you. <laughs> oh my goodness, you're forward. <laughs> so I've been I've been getting to see you and um, Miss Molly outside um, during like gatherings and stuff, and I feel like she's not really treating you very well. And I f- uh-huh. I just feel like you don't deserve it because I think you're a re- really great guy. And I know this is this is going to be really inappropriate, but I guess I just Whoa. wanted you to know. I actually have a I actually really really like you, and if ever you might want to um, divorce Mrs. Molly, you might you know want yeah. to maybe go out for coffee with me. Oh. We cut back to we cut back to Molly and the interviewer. Well, uh, it seems like uh, you and your uh, you and your husband have a very nice place here. Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, 
I, I guess he went for a walk with my assistant, so we have we have some time to really talk about uh, what really happened. You know, I, I think it seemed like you weren't quite ready to tell us everything, but you can trust me. You can you can let loose just whatever's on your mind. I might as well be out with it. Yes. Um, Drop a bomb. So. Uh, you want to know how I survived and everything like that? Y- yes. I. Oh. Be- be- okay. <sighs> okay. Um. Just know that I did everything in my power to come back to my husband. Okay. <laughs> I really mm. do love him. I. I just. I. I really can't handle him right now, but. So you you couldn't you couldn't fathom a life without him. I I, I think well, I, I just how does this go go on? I just what I the thing that I keep coming back to when it came to the ship, um, I I was in one of the lower levels, and. <laughs> And there's this little boy, and 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 I could have saved him, but I didn't, cause I, cause I wanted to live more, and and I haven't, I I couldn't think about, I haven't thought about anything ever since. Okay. God. It's- okay. Oh, I I'm sorry to bring back these memories, madam, but uh, this uh, this, this I, I think the. I think this is this is a very inspirational story for people out there. This this is it, it, it's uh, you you couldn't fathom a life without him. It was unthinkable. It was unthinkable. God. To, to, that, okay, I I one moment. Oh, my assistant. Oh, okay. I have to write this down myself. Okay. Note to self: unthinkable, Molly Brown. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> All right. Um, just th- I just I'm just think I'm just writing some notes here for when I write for I, when I write my headline. Um, oh my so yeah, this is this is a great this is a great story, Molly. Uh, I you I think you uh, I I think uh, the the power of love prevailed, and and this is just uh, and 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 that's that's what helped you survive. Is just uh, just the, the thought of, uh, of reuniting with your husband, being out here in this cabin in the woods. I didn't want and, to die. Uh, Okay. Cut it, back it was, to uh, oh. oh, cut cut back to the to the husband and the assistant. Oh, okay. So here here is a beaver pelt. Does does that does that do, do you like that? Does that taste good? I've never really seen such a thing. Was this something you prepared yourself? Oh, I caught the beaver all on my own, and now I'm serving it up to you in a, in a light breezy cream sauce. That's so brave that you were able to do that. And please don't mind if I do have a taste. Oh, wow. You, you think oh. I'm brave? That tastes, that really... Uh-huh. It tastes really nice. Thank you so much oh. for sharing this with me. Good. You're you're welcome. I, actually, you know what? I was You being so nice to me makes me really miss my wife's abuse. <laughs> I, really miss, I really missed her a lot. How come yeah. she treats you so poorly? And I think that you could have better. 
I don't know. It's just like maybe dragging yourself across a a, a, a bed of coals or something. Like it it makes me feel alive, you know, because at least I'm feeling something. Do you mean to say you're you're something like a masochist? Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. I think I'm an emotional masochist in a poor relationship. Excuse me, uh, excuse me. I'm just uh, passing through. Uh, don't mind my uh, sales attire. Hello, young couple. Come on by, salesman. <laughs> what, what, what kind of wares do you have? I can see uh, you. You two are young and in love, and maybe that love has been unproven, uh, un, uh, unstoked by the fires of uh, hardship. Uh, You're very yeah, I was, You can say I that. I was curious. I was curious if either of you wanted to climb the peak of Growl Mountain. Uh, no one's ever made it to the top, and I've got one ticket left for a female companion. Mm. That, so it's like a date up to Growl Mountain that we could go on? Well... It's well, if you want to call it a date, I wouldn't mind. I would be interested in it. I've always wanted to go out on a date with you. It'd be a great way to prove that you love your boyfriend here. Well, if you, if you, like think, if you think you're, this trip to Growl Mountain is going to get us off on a great relationship, then I'm, I can show you that I'm just as adventurous as my wife. So let's go. Here's the thing. I don't. Go out on a date with me? <laughs> Up the torturous uh, horrible I, mountain, yes. I feel like you guys aren't picking up on my sales pitch. So let me be clear. I can only <laughs> take one of you, and that one of you must be female and deeply in love with the other. Oh. oh, oh, oh. Huh. I like. I like how it, uh, you clarify that. It's so helpful. Why uh, would you why would you potentially there. want to take me away from Mr. Johnny? I don't understand. What's up, what's so interesting about the mountains oh, we go? Oh, there? maybe maybe my maybe I'm pitching to the wrong people. It seems like your love was <laughs> untested. I can I'm gonna move on if you guys don't want my services. I've been I've been admiring Mr. Johnny for a really long time now. It's just that this is the first time I've ever had a chance to speak with him. And if I go with you to that mountain, I don't know when I would be back. She does not let She does not let salesperson off the hook very easily, Mr. Okay, I'll tell you that much. Hey, uh, there's plenty of other couples out there with uh, the female counterpart needs to show their love. So I'm going to move on. You guys are have a great day. Looks like a great day No, I'm health. going to take this chance. I think Mr. Johnny is so tempted to go back to his wife who hurts him for some reason. He likes it. So I'll go with you and so that he knows that I actually love you. Oh, so you do get the point. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Well, well, you write a nice article about it, young uh, Gazette assistant, and I will certainly read it and decide whether or not you are worthy of my interest. Um, Johnny goes Wait. home. The, the, oh, sorry, you were going to say something? <laughs> no, just, I'm, let me just go. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> uh, the interviewer is long gone, and now it's just him and Molly again. Oh, boy. Hey, honey. Hey, Molly. <laughs> you know, I've, uh, yeah, I kind of have this weird relationship with 
the Gazette assistant. <laughs> I just want to be upfront about it. Okay. Um, I want to apologize for how I acted. I just there's a lot of stuff from the from the thinking that I haven't processed yet, and I shouldn't have yeah. taken out on you. I get that. You know, that was a major tragedy, and certainly a little PTSD is completely warranted. And you know what? You're actually making me feel like a terrible person for sending that young lady off into the mountains in order to prove her love for me. While no. while these while these two are talking, we see like a like a picture in picture of the assistant and this salesman uh, with frozen beards uh, going up the mountain in extreme wind. Uh, step by step, they labor and. Uh, <laughs> Molly and Johnny continue their dull conversation. Yeah, so they're they're off there, you know, just being doing grueling, dangerous stuff. But I uh, I just want to put it out of my mind. We see uh, a a finger of Molly chip off as she climb, puts her hand up on a ledge and pulls herself up closer to the peak of the mountain. Oh, I actually don't have a name yet. Um, the assistant. Like uh, the assistant's name is uh, uh, Maribel. <laughs> Close enough to Molly, maybe that would be a plus. <laughs> uh, Maribel takes the flag out of out of the. Uh, the mountain leader's backpack and plants it in the top of the mountain and screams, I am true love to the mountainscape. So back to the cabin. So anyway, Molly, the, uh, the vaudeville jokes are really just like a really good sign of the times. They like really give you a good idea of kind of what's going on. And they're really topical. I don't understand why you don't like them. Uh, I, um, I don't know. It's just—it's just not really funny to me anymore, you know. You know when well, when the when the ship when the ship sank, uh, the vaudeville people actually stayed back to tell jokes. Yeah, I, I I read about that. The vaudeville people on the Titanic continued to tell jokes until the entire ship sank. Yeah, you know we the see. last thing. Oh, sorry. Knock, knock, knock. Uh, Someone's knocking on the door. Okay. Oh, oh, there's someone coming. This, and this isn't a vaudeville joke, by the way. I know a lot of them start with knock, 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 but I'll just get the door. <laughs> well, hello. Mr. Johnny, I have screamed ah. from the top of the mountain. I have professed my oh. love for you from there, but you have paid no attention, it seems like. Well, I mean, yeah, this is the first I've heard of it, so it's kind of that, that sort of miscommunication has been preventing me from reacting at all. So uh, here's my card. Oh, oh, that's, that's, that's yeah. not another not another vaudeville joke. I think that's the door again. I'll go ahead and answer that. Uh, oh, it's the door bell. Hello. <laughs> oh, hello. It's there. You are. I I heard you. I heard you screaming from the top of the mountain. I've been looking for you all day. I followed your footprints. I've. Oh. I I. You're supposed to be my assistant. And I've and I feel like I'm been the one chasing you all day. I have we have a a story to write in the papers. Have, have you learned any more information from Mr. Johnny that we can use in our story? 
Mm, not so much that we can add to your story because you're really good at your job already and I feel like you don't really need me. <laughs> oh, well, well, thank you. Um, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I, yeah, go, go on. I, I think it's really amazing, though, that you somehow were able to find my footprints. I thought you were never interested in the outdoors. Uh, well, a good journalist goes where the story takes him, and you know, I, I've been coming up with some 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 headlines. They've got the un, the unthinkable Molly Brown, the unfathomable Molly Brown, the unincorrigible Molly Brown. I I, I think I'm onto something here. What 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 do you think? Uh, me? I, I, I think all of them. Oh, this is, this is just an open open session here. Just open forum. Spitballing. Yeah, just just spitballing for the news article. I think she should change the story to, to Mirabal. Oh, that's very selfless. But, very heartful of you. Very heartful but, but, of you, Molly. You think I should tell a, oh. a story about my assistant? Yeah, she climbed a mountain. All I did was let a kid die, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is a really heartwarming, good story, I feel. Oh, there's another uh, one. Uh, perhaps, or maybe it's just someone at the door. I'll go ahead and get it. Oh, hello. Hi. Um, I'm not here to see you. I'm here to see Molly. Oh, she's here. Okay, come in. in. Wow. Molly, uh, Molly, I didn't, I didn't die in the the coal room. Oh my God, I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, I'm, I'm here because I love you. That doesn't oh, make hey, any sense because hey. I'm not even your parent. I just, I just saw you like helpless, and I just let you like, and I left you because I'm selfish and awful. And, yeah, yeah Buster, and, I, and I want to let you know one thing, too, is that we are married, okay? Even though we have a really off-again, on-again, really kind of rocky sort of a relationship, she is spoken for. Yeah, but it kind of seems like all of us are in love with something we can't have. Hmm. That's actually quite a profound thing to say. Well, actually, I think I might still have a chance at this. Um, so I am Mirabel, and I'm about to do something in my life that I have never done before. And I'm about to hurt a person. Specifically, Whoa. I'm about to hurt Mr. Johnny. And I have my frozen <laughs> scarf that I'm about to hit him with because I think that maybe this is the way that he would start paying attention to me. So I think I have a chance at love. Uh, well, well, <laughs> well, that's not going to... I'm not going to start loving you because you stabbed me with your scarf. Well, I'm going to try because maybe pain is what resonates with you. Here Wait a go. second, Maribel. Oh. <laughs> I guess I do see. Understand that logic. That's uh, that sounds like a reasonable hypothesis. So you can go ahead. And you know what? Me. Yeah, let's look at your arm. Ow! You stabbed my arm, but it hurts. You feel the pain. I do feel some pain. It is. It's true. I'm a masochist. <laughs> well, I'm such yeah. a freak. Ugh. Oh, this, oh, is, a, this oh, is a great I, story. I, 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 uh, I, I walk up to Molly and I spit in her face. <laughs> I deserve that. 
Oh, you don't. I thought you'd. I thought you'd love me the way Johnny loved Maribel. No, okay. I was. I was lashing out because of my PTSD. I wasn't lashing out because I'm an abusive person. There's a difference. I mean, it doesn't uh-huh. justify my actions, but you know. He spits in your face again. I I don't feel anything. I just feel empty because I know I'm a bad person. There's nothing to show for it. I'm getting Mr. Johnny, Mr. Johnny, why don't you just make a decision? You know, we can both provide you pain, but I do it with heart. Oh my! I I think this is. I feel like there's so much blood. I can't concentrate on anything. All right. This is this is a great this this is a great this is a great story. The, the stabbing someone, they love them more. Spitting on them, they feel dead inside. It, it all makes sense. I'm just let me just write this down. The the, the un the unintelligible Molly Brown. Amazing. Well, Mr. <laughs> newspaper guy, do you want to hear a vaudeville joke? Um, what's black and white and red all over? I'm bleeding all over your newspaper. Oh, the, uh, we, the old we bleeding in the, the, on the newspaper gag. We we zoom <laughs> out of this of this nice little family dynamic. Uh, we see all the uh, we see the the ghosts of the Titanic ship floating over, and it gives a thumbs up. <laughs> See. <laughs> <laughs> uh Classic Leonardo DiCaprio watching over the whole time. Yeah. I feel like my love was so unrequited the whole time. <laughs> I feel like I'm at working hard with the, with the PTSD storyline. I was married. <laughs> uh, Mess was just looking for a good tagline. Oh. Uh, Fun stuff, everybody. This was, uh, I liked it. I know it was a little messy at the end, but uh, there's a lot of characters with some very specific wants. <laughs> I like that. Uh, before we end it, let's give some shout outs to some of the best jokes. I'll go through some of the, we did a lot of different scenes. First, we, different games. First, we did George Washington. Then we did the Invisible Dogs commercial. Uh, then the comics, mm-hmm. where we turned into donkeys real quick. <laughs> oh yeah. Then we rap. Then we rapped a lot. Yeah. Uh, does anybody have any shout-outs for anybody before I have what I wrote down? There were a lot of good things in the rap part, but I can't. I'm trying to can't remember them off the top of my head. <laughs> uh, props to Steve for being Mister Masturbation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'd like to give and, kudos and when, to Mess. I'd like to give kudos to Mess because I feel like he made um the prompts like he just made things cohesive and also did some nice rhyming. So I like the story. I like listening to it. It was nice. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I I don't remember who said this. But I really liked uh, whoever named their, the next person to present. So one of the names was Professor Motorola, and I really liked that name. Who, who said yeah. that? That was to me. So was that I, Deedles? Was that right? No, that wasn't. I didn't come up with that. Must have been. I think that might have been Mavian. 
What I, I do? Really like that. You did came up with the name. You did the, You came up with the game with the name Professor Motorola. Oh yeah, I did. Uh, I really cool. Liked, Thank I you really for that. Uh, oh, kudos to for Mr. Donnie. I think that he stayed consistent with his character. <laughs> I think it was interesting that he turned out to be a masochist and whatnot, but I think it was interesting how he played that role really well. Yeah. I, it was just out of necessity, I think I was a masochist for some reason. <laughs> he kept serving people uh, pelts for some reason. Should be oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you also, I thought you did really well orchestrating or keeping the Invisible Dogs commercial alive. Oh, really? That was a nice, uh, <laughs> nice boss work. Mm. Uh, there was uh, you guys, you guys coming in as Cuba Gooding Jr. and Kevin Bacon was a nice touch. Uh, Mavian and D. Yeah, that was fun. There was and definitely. So. Yeah, go on. Yeah, I was gonna say there was there was definitely some reckless abandon with regard to just being them, and it was perfect because like you weren't scared to be them at all. You're like, yeah, I'm 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 Cooper Gooding Jr. and I'm Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I felt like you were in the room with them, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, the sales yeah. advertiser's dream. <laughs> Uh, Mavian also had the line, uh, I twiddle my fingers around my hair because I'm a little boy, which I, I, I <laughs> yes. I, I really, I, doesn't make a lot of sense, but I like it. You, um, oh, and Deedles, you were one of my favorite uh, rappers was Mr. Project. You, you, you had a line <laughs> yeah, where you said, I roll, I roll up in here with a to-do list. Oh, yeah, that was great. and carla carla was i don't don't remember your name but you were someone who was small and you said i'm kind of small but it's never out of season and that rhymed with something yeah Mm. um and also my my last one is uh steve and carla were having a conversation uh, where Carla was professing her love, and we cut back abruptly to Mesh and Mavian, and Mesh was just, uh, yeah, so you survived the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Going for the throat in the interview. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, tonight was excellent, everyone. Thank you for coming. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. That was Thank fun. Thank you for holding it, as always. Okay. Well, next one Saturday. Spread the word. There's more people coming each week, it seems like. Uh, it's been fun. Yay. Yeah. All right. Bye. See you. Bye. Bye. See you guys. Bye. Take care.